everybody. This is the Fathom Family Podcast with Pastor Kyle and Taryn Nelson. Their heart for marriages and families is that nobody would feel alone in the ways that they're growing. If you or your spouse is somebody who would prefer to watch instead of listen, you can head on over to our YouTube channel and you'll see a playlist dedicated to all of this content right there. It's our prayer that you're going to find this is a great way to start thinking about your marriage and family relationships, and it'll be a launching point for these kinds of conversations in your own home. Uh, Welcome back, everybody, uh, here at Fathom Family Podcast. Episode two, we're thankful if you're hanging out with us on YouTube, if you're listening on all the places you listen to podcasts, we're thankful you're here. Make sure you share, subscribe, like, do whatever people do with all these things. Um, If it's helpful to you, if you know somebody who's going through a tough time in marriage or raising their kids, this is going to be a great place to reference. I think for all of us just to have kind of like that marriage check, that family check Mm -hmm. uh, once a week, you know, just kind of get in a flow where you're you know, kind of checking your heart. I think sometimes my excuse is I don't have time. Like I can't add one more thing, but you know, this 15 minute chunk is nothing because when you get that up, that little notice on your phone of how much you've spent on social media in a day, like Uh, there's always time, you know, to squeeze in something. Yeah. And that's why we're going to try to make these short, you Mm -hmm. know, just 15 minutes or so. I think for me, I really got in a flow when, um, just things are really stressful, um, leading the church or what, whatever, uh, with work. Um, I would just turn on a marriage and family podcast on my way home. Um, and it just kind of got my head in a little different space. Yeah. You know, you like, family time. Yeah. Move into be a good dad, right? Don't carry all that stuff, um, uh, with you home. And so, yeah, today we're going to episode two. We're in this series called power struggle, Cause Hey, let's be real. It's a struggle sometimes. (laughs) Um, and, uh, today we're going to be talking about the S word. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) right. Uh, this is a, it's a biblical term. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's the word submission, right? When we talk about power, we've got to talk about submission. And this is one of those words that are a little bit of fire starter for people. Yeah, They get people going. Yeah, um, it, it either gets people revved up or shut down, mm-hmm. right? And we've seen people's reactions to this really vary, you know, in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in ministry, we, uh, we've we seen, you know, some people, like men who take this scripture and be like, all right, that means you're going to submit to me, yeah, right? Wives are to submit to husbands, and we're going to read the whole a scripture here in a minute. Yeah, and uh, a really unhealthy dynamic, and and some women who have seen that in other marriages, and were like, "Nope, nope, not gonna do that," and yeah, don't want to read this. Yeah, I think that's where scripture. the shutdown part happens. They're like, "No, moving on." Yeah, and, and they just push away the scripture. But it's really important that we move into not just that one verse, but really the whole section mm-hmm. there and the whole countenance of scripture that we can really understand the life that God has called us into as one flesh. Right? And it's really beautiful. It's, yeah. it's not as scary as people make it or, um, yeah, like puppeteer controlling kind of a thing. It's a really beautiful dynamic. Yeah. It's especially when we really understand what's being said here mm-hmm. and not just kind of take that one word that can be a fire starter. Like let's, let's back up and let's see what the scriptures really say. So we're going to read it for you today and really kind of yeah. go through a, a study on um, what biblical submission in a marriage uh, really is. 
Yeah, and this is Ephesians 5, and I'm going to start in verse 21. And it's in the voice translation. The beautiful thing about all of our devices, right. if you only have one like hardback Bible at home and it's only in one version, we have access to all these different versions. And so we're going to read it out of the voice translation today. Um, all right, it's 10 verses. And the Spirit makes it possible to submit humbly to one another out of respect for the anointed. Wives. In, in this translation, they put the anointed Mm-hmm. For for Christ, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, because really, Christos, the the Greek word that really means anointed, and so anyway. Well, and I think it's so cool because, like you know, we were talking last time about the triangle where he is part of our marriage, yeah, you know, absolutely. or hopefully, yeah. and so it's does it's not just the two of us. Okay, mm-hmm. wives, it should be no different with your husbands. Submit to them as you do to the Lord, for God has given husbands a sacred duty to lead as the anointed leads the church and serves as the head. The church is his body and he is her savior. So wives should submit to their husbands respectfully in all things, just as the church yields to the anointed one. Um, verse 25, husbands, you must love your, love your wives so deeply, purely and sacrificially that we can understand it only when we compare it to the love the anointed one has for his bride, the church. We know he gave himself up completely to make her his own, washing her clean of all impurity with water and the powerful presence of his word. He has given himself so that he can present the church as his radiant bride, unstained, unwrinkled, and unblemished, completely free from all impurity, holy and innocent before him. So husbands should care for their wives as if their lives depended on it, the same way they care for their own bodies. As you love her, you ultimately ultimately are loving part of yourself. Remember, you are one flesh. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. No one really hates his own body. He takes care to feed it and love it, just as the anointed takes care of his church, because we are living members of his body. And this is the reason a man leaves his father and mother and And is united with his wife. Then the two to come together as one flesh. And that's from Genesis 2, that part right there. Um. It's so beautiful when he brings it out like that. Like, do this as the example you've been shown. It's yeah. not just make yeah. this happen. Yeah, and, and I'll read verse 32 and 33. There's a great mystery reflected in this scripture, he says, of two becoming one. It's a great mystery. It's a profound mystery, other translations say. And, and I say it, um, it has to do with the marriage of the anointed in the church, that our marriage, it should actually be a reflection of Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. Um, nevertheless, each husband is to love and protect his own wife as if she were his very heart and each wife to respect um, her own husband. So this whole idea of submission, it's, it's just sprinkled throughout here. We thought that translation and that scripture is worth us taking time to read the whole thing. Go back and read it yourself. But this whole idea of submission, the one that's kind of the fire starter is verse 24. So wives, submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. Right. We used to joke about this. Submit. We? Yeah, yeah. We would just when one we were disagreeing about something, and it was kind of starting to the heat was beginning to rise on that. One of us would go submit, <laughs> just like let me get my way here. Yeah, it was always a fun way for us to diffuse the situation. Yeah, and I really, really, actually really did. Yeah, we would we would laugh and 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 move brought on. Brought it down a little bit. It did, but you see what proceed proceed precedes not proceeds proceeds 
verse 24 is verse 21, which says, and the spirit makes it possible to humbly submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So, and this is, this is an important thing to understand that submission is a biblical principle for all Christians, right? Not just for wives. It's a first, we all are to be submitted to God. Right. Right. And so none of us are wild doing what we want, mm-hmm. getting our own way. We're all to be submitted to God right? and his way, right? And he'll lead us in the path everlasting where we finished last time. So that's where we start. And, but we begin to see like, even before we were married, before you were my spouse, you were my sister in Christ. And after we're married in heaven, you'll be my sister in Christ. Yeah. We won't need marriage in heaven. That's a teaching yeah. for another day. And so there's this seeing you as my spouse, as my sister in Christ, that really begins to change some things in this and that I'm, I'm actually supposed to kind of have a life of submission before God, before others, um, that that's a part of my life. And so most of us are not comfortable with that. In it's- fact... It's hard. Yeah, it's it's really hard. Um, uh, if if you're a boss, if you've been a leader in different mm-hmm. situations, there's probably not many environments in which you have to submit. True. And like do things yeah. you don't agree with, or you, you have a different. You would do it differently, and right? Isn't that what a ton of marriage is like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't load the dishwasher like that. Yes, and amen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a can big you, one for can us. Can you tell we walked through that? Yeah, that was a that was a big one for us. What was one that you felt like? Um, that I had to, to learn, you know, to, to submit. Well, I don't even know if it's been a lot of like, it's mostly preference. Like I used to get so upset about the way that he would fold towels. Now it's just kind of like, Hey, if it's folded in some sort of way and I can shove it in the linen closet, it's fine. (laughs) But before it was like, who taught you how to fold? Like, what is that? You know, it's so funny. It's all a, li- a lot of the little a things. A lot of it is, and I think that adds up to the big. It does. Um, and I think it's also like a last man standing kind of thing. Like, well, if I can at least have the way that I load the dishwasher, or if I can at least have my, it's little, so it doesn't seem whatever. But we hold that against someone um, as if it's huge, mm-hmm. um, life altering decisions but I think the submission thing is it's you feel like you're having to give up so much but Mm -hmm. you don't understand the other side of it you know and and I think so many men have taken this and even if they're not Christians even they just that's what they saw yeah, it's like a control. Their dad, or this is what they think it's supposed to be a man, which means I'm wearing the pants. I mean, that's a whole big thing in our culture, right? Mm-hmm. She wears the pants. He wears. Who wears the pants in that relationship? In yeah. fact, you could probably go through in different marriages surrounding you. And, just watch. And just watch, mm-hmm. you know, who's wearing the pants. And there's just this whole idea mm-hmm. around that. But really, it's, you know, God's our leader, right? And and so we're submitted to him. And, and if you can't be a a godly follower of Jesus, then you're never going to be a good leader in your home. Um, and, and so that that's where we've got to start um, and then learn to submit to one another. So I would encourage you find opportunities to submit to other people, like set your preferences aside, set your ideas aside, 
uh, for the good of unity and right. for the beauty of love, um, loving and serving one another. Because when it comes down to it, so many of these things don't really matter. Yeah. It's just preference on, on so many yeah. things, you know? Um, and I think we have to really understand the difference in this text um, and what we see throughout scripture, the difference between spiritual authority and spiritual accountability um, th- there is what we see, and I think we focus a lot on spiritual authority as a man having a, a spiritual authority role in the home as, as the, the head of the home. Um, but we often don't underline the accountability that is put in Genesis when both Adam and Eve sin, mm-hmm. both of them sin. Mm-hmm. Um, God calls Adam to the carpet first. And, and I think that that's a weighty responsibility to know that, that men, we, the pattern we see in scripture, God's calling us to the carpet first. And it's not just so that you can say you're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. If you want the authority and and not the accountability, then you're going to be in rough shape and it won't be accountability to, did you make all the right decisions? Did you, did you lead? No. Did you lead like Jesus? Right. Who died and gave himself <laughs> for Yeah, that you. really makes you kind of sit back and think, whoa, yeah. I've got this wrong. Yeah. Like, and maybe, maybe for me as a woman, like submitting is a safety net. Like, you know, I just, it's just, I don't know. I keep saying it's so beautiful, but I think it's just because I've been able to understand it. And so what do we do like with couples that maybe they're not even both Christians or... Yeah. Or they, they do stop at that one scripture that says, you know, wives, submit to your husbands. Done. No. Like, how do you move past that? Yeah. Well, um, God is gracious and merciful and meets us where we're at, right? And so I, I think one of the ones that I run into a lot is where there's one spouse who's believing, who's a Christian, and one who's, who's not, or who is in a place where they don't understand this, mm-hmm. um, and there's just a lot of tension in their marriage because they have kind of different values and, and beliefs mm-hmm. really on the scripture. That It's very common to see that in our culture yeah. um, today. And so I, I would just say love your spouse really well where they're at. Um, serve them well where they're at, um, mm-hmm. show respect to them, honor them, whether it's male or female, I don't care. Like the example that we get of Jesus is one of completely like sacrificing mm-hmm. and in love for one another. And that's the example that really all Christians should be living out. <laughs> so whether you're male or female, it's, 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 he's saying it here to men as an example for marriage and the flow of authority and accountability that we seem to see is the way God does things. Um, but we each will stand individually before God, (laughs) you know? And so wherever you come from, whatever your situation is like honor God out of that love, serve one another out of that love as if we're, we're serving Christ himself. And so I I think that's, that's so huge. And I would say, um, you know, finally, I think this is a place in which we've always moved here. And this has been a healthy place for us to practice this is two things, no matter what your situation is, pray and serve your spouse. Yeah. I think you can begin to live this out when you pray and serve your spouse. We didn't really strike up a prayer life with one another for several years after we got married. No, like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was separate. Yeah. We both did it and we both did it like at church together, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, 
Yeah. But once we did, it began to change. It really changed a lot in our marriage. We, we really began to pray for one another so much more often. Um, and so I would encourage everyone listening, even if that makes you uncomfortable, one of the tricks, it's not a trick, it's just a little thing that we do, is just text them throughout the week and just be like, hey, what's something I can pray with you about? Or I am praying for you today. Not to just get score brownie points, but like legitimately uh, an easy opportunity to let them let you in to where yeah. they're feeling when yeah. you notice that. It's amazing how it'll just change your day. Mm-hmm. And it softens your heart. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. When you're praying and serving your spouse, you're moving towards the heart of God. And you can't really be mad there. Yeah. Like, you know, we talked about last shouldn't time, just be. the selfishness. <laughs> it shouldn't be. You can't. Yeah. yeah it's prayer will spiritually put you in the place of submission and humility, right? To one another. Absolutely. And service, serving one another, actually physically puts you in a place of submission and humility, right? So those two things together begin to move you towards having a Mm Christ-like character, but a Christ-like marriage. And, And when two people begin to get that Both and like us, yeah. living it and not perfectly like no, no one's going to live this perfectly but we're practicing it and we're moving towards one another and we understand this beautiful sacrificial life in which god has given us a partner to to learn from That's to awesome. receive your wisdom and experience and i bring All my mine. wisdom <laughs> you have plenty of it you know plenty of it um and, and we're just, we're working together. And so when two people are beginning mm-hmm. to do that and live that out, I really believe that the outside world looks on and just says, it's a profound mystery. Yeah, just sp- like that scripture. Yeah, it's, it's a, I mean, that, I think that's what he's pointing to. And, and, and eventually, I, I believe it points to Christ. That points yeah. to the beauty of how he loves this church and how faithful he is mm-hmm. to his church and how um, we've been united to him. We've been grafted into him. And so I think it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I pray that messy conversation uh, that's there, I pray that it can be helpful in your life as uh, you kind of talk about that and wrestle with just your immediate reaction to that word and what you're processing through it. And so, yeah, we're praying for you and look forward to to, uh, to next episode. Awesome. See ya.